My name is Martin Abonge and I believe in freedom. I believe in creating a lifestyle where you actually have a choice. My goal here is to help you escape the life of sacrifice you've been conditioned to live. How do I do it? Simply by sharing my own journey to complete freedom. My expectations, my hurdles, my failures, my successes, and everything I learned along the way. How are we going to proceed here? We're going to do it by asking the right questions. The questions that make you think. Because these questions will allow you to do something. Change your mindset, to change your reality, and build the perfect life for you. And when I mean perfect life for you, it's for you. Not for your mom, not for your dad, not for your best friend. The perfect life for you. So in this podcast, we think differently. We expand your horizon and we work together to create your happiness. So welcome to the Freedom I Choice podcast with your host, Martin Bonge. Hey guys, how's it going today? Welcome to this new episode of your favorite podcast. This is episode 279 and this is your host Martin. All right guys, so today is going to be a quick episode because I am exhausted. I am very tired. I spent my day with, uh, how many kids was that? Six? Yeah, six kids. Um... And, you know, six kids, you have to, um, you know, like watch, uh, yeah, watch and uh, entertain. <laughs> and to be honest, I, <laughs> I have no idea how people deal with kids. I mean, these kids are exhausting. They have a lot of energy and they can play forever, right? doesn't matter if you uh, have reached your limit of, well, let's play for two minutes. They don't care. They want to play. So... <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. You know, it's a lot of fun. I was playing with my... But I have one kid. She is the best. All right? She's my, my favorite kid on in the universe. All right? So it's always a pleasure to see her. But still, kids are... Uh, yeah, they're exhausting. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, I don't know how people manage with kids. Jesus, man. It's crazy. Well, anyway... Um, it's not the point of the, of the podcast. So what did I want to, oh yeah, yeah. So I wanted to uh, talk to you about, um, you know, like corporate stuff, you know, like, you know, what we call the, like, you know, the quote unquote corporate and one particular aspect, which is the dress code. And the dress code is something I have been, I'm, I've always been against that dress code dingy. Uh, just because of the nonsense that's behind it. I mean, if you ask me, right? So some people might think it's justified or something. For me, it's just nonsense. You know, the reasons that people will actually uh, use to tell you, oh man, you, you need to, uh, to wear a suit and tie. And um, well, here's the thing. So um, let's say, for example, I have, a, I have seven PhDs. So I don't know, some people do have seven PhDs. And I wear a shirt, like a polo, you know, like a, you know, just a regular polo. And then um, I go to work. So does it mean that I'm an idiot now just because I didn't wear a suit and tie? Or let's say I'm a complete idiot and I decide to put a jacket and stuff. Does it make me smarter? It doesn't. All right. So the reason behind 
oh man, you need to wear a suit and tie because it's better. And it's better for it's not better. There is nothing better about it. What should matter is your uh, your your skills. You know what you can bring to the uh, to the team and stuff. So regardless, if you're uh, in you know wearing a, like a sports, uh, you know like if you're wearing a jumper or if you were like, like, you know, jogging or something, I don't know, you still, you're still the same person. If you're good at your job, you are good at your job, regardless how, you know, how you're dressed. So it, it's something that just, uh, you know, I don't, I don't like when stuff doesn't make sense. And when you tell me, oh man, you need to wear a suit and tie. And I'm like, dude, why? Well, I, I mean, is it going to change something to my, the quality of my answers? and the, the, the options and the solutions that I'm going to find for the client. No, it's not. So why the hell do I have to wear it, right? So I, me, I've always been, and you know me, you know, I like to have a choice. I, 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 this is uh, engraved in all my sales. I need to have a choice. So I just couldn't work. You know, when you're looking for, uh, for a job, at some point, me, I had the luxury of being able to choose what I wanted to do and what I didn't want to do, right? Because I was in a very, very specialized niche. And I think everybody has the choice, right? You, you always have that choice. Me, it was just that, uh, you know, it was so niched up uh, that, well, I was basically di dictating what, you know, uh, companies uh, you know, were going to do or something. But, you know, you can actually do the same thing anyway. But one thing was, dude... If there is a company with a dress code, I don't care how much they're paying me. I don't care how good the company is. I am not going there. It's just something I really, really don't like is that, well, the dress code thingy. Because people are like, oh man, but it's just a dress code and, and, and it's fine. And, and I'm like, no, here's the thing. So I don't know how it is in your city, right? So I was working in Paris. So in the beginning, I was an idiot, and I was uh, when I came back to Paris, I didn't know how that the, how that stuff worked, right? So I was an idiot. So I, I went to work, and then uh, after work, I went home, and then from home, I was like, okay, where do I go now? Well, which is the worst thing you can do in Paris? I'm pretty sure that maybe New York or something might be the same thing, right? Uh, because by the time you get home after you know, using the underground, the, uh, um, like the subway or like a, you know, buses or something like super full, takes you an hour to get home. Once you're there, you're like, oh man, I need another hour to go and see Bob. And then you never go see Bob. All right. Which is what, what was my problem? Because by the time I got home, I was like, dude, I can't put up with more, uh, you know, commuting and stuff. And I ended up not doing anything. So what do you do then? So what you do is that after work, you're going to go directly where uh, you actually want to go, right? So this is what people do, and this is what I started doing afterwards. Once uh, you, you're not a rookie anymore, <laughs> then you learn that kind of stuff. But here's the thing. So the, oh man, it's just the dress code at work. Well, that dress code at work will dictate how I'm dressed when I go out after work. I'm not at work anymore. But still, because I had to dress, you know, to dress up and put like a, uh, a tie and stuff, when I'm going to do whatever it is that I'm, I want to do during my free time, I'm still dressed up uh, using what the company dictated I, I had to wear. And for me, it was a problem, right? Because I like to be able to dress as I want. And the company is already controlling, um, I don't know, like maybe 10 hours of your life already 
but it's going to control like even the rest of your evening is still being controlled by the company because they told you all oh, men you need to dress like that right so that was uh, that's the reason why i absolutely uh you know refused uh to follow like the dress codes and stuff and at some point i was like dude the dress code oh is there a dress code in the company they're like yes there is i remember going to an interview and i asked them i was like oh okay right, that sounds really interesting i love the company and all that stuff do you guys have a dress code oh yeah you need to wear a suit and tie i was like dude i'm out and then that's it i didn't take the job <laughs> that was you know that's how bad i i feel about this you know some people are like oh yeah but you know nah, nah, nah. uh you know there is some advantages or something to dress code for me there is zero advantage to a dress code i mean me personally because it's just someone telling you dude this isn't how you need to dress and uh i don't like people i don't like a dude telling me how i need to dress right i like to be able to dress as I want. So obviously I'm not going to be to come and you know be dressed like a clown or something and uh, <laughs> you know with like big old shoes and um, like a red nose and everything right. So I will wear some stuff. Uh, I mean especially if you don't have a client facing role and that's that's that was the one that actually drove me absolutely berserk. It was oh man this dude is on the phone. The, the dude is on the phone. Nobody sees him. You know people working like telemarketing or something. They're like, oh, well, you know what? You need to wear a suit and tie. And I was like, well, really, why? Right? So let people just dress as, you know, as they want. You know, it's crazy. But I remember, <laughs> I remember the story. That's a funny story, actually. Uh, I was working, says, back when I was a student. Uh, no, I wasn't a student anymore. I, well, I finished my, uh, you know, my, my studies. So I had my five-year degree, post-master's degree, and I was looking for a job and nobody wanted to hire me. You know, as you know, well, if you guys know my story, yeah, the people didn't want to hire me. Uh, it didn't, it didn't have anything to do with the dress code, right? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I was working a, uh, you know, like just a job just to pay the bills and stuff, which ended up being very, very, um, useful for me because it helped me get my real my first real job and from there this is how i ended up here right so every experience me that's how i take it every experience is is not for nothing some people are like oh man this job is for nothing i'm like no you know what you always learn something there and there might be something there that can be of value afterwards one day in an interview you can say oh yeah you know what i've done this i've done that i've been prepared for this you acquire some skills but anyway, it's not the, the, the point of the story. So the story was we were selling cable, right? We were calling people uh, and usually bugging people because we were, you know, during the day we're calling, nobody's there because obviously everybody's at work. So we had to call people back when, uh, you know, when they're home, uh, they're having dinner or something, the phone rings and there's someone trying to sell you cable, right? So I've done that. Uh, if you, if you have, um, you know, if, if you have experienced that, well, I was one of those people, right? And um, so, I mean, people don't see it. They didn't see us or anything. So why, why do they care how you're dressed, right? Uh, do, you know, well, you don't care, right? You get a call. Are you asking people, oh man, are you wearing a shirt and, uh, and some like, uh, you know, like fancy shoes and stuff? No, you don't ask. Now you don't care, right? But the company at some point, so in the beginning it was quite uh, kind of cool, but it, at some point they were like, oh man, now you, um, you can't come at work with sneakers. And um, so, you know, people were, they just like, oh, 
let's not wear sneakers anymore. And me, I was like, oh, you know what? I will be the militant. <laughs> I, I, they call me the militant MF. Right? <laughs> and uh, so I said, well, uh, I sent a letter back to the management. And I said, well, you have to define what you mean by sneakers. Uh, and, you know, to define precisely what you mean by sneakers. Is this a sneaker? Is it not a sneaker? So we need some, uh, some specifications as to what a, a sneaker is. All right? So until they drafted that, we kept wear, you know, wearing sneakers because, well, until you tell us uh, you know, what's a sneaker and what's not a sneaker, we wear what we want. So we actually, we, it saved us a few, like a two weeks or something. Right? And, um, and afterwards, they came up with a description which was a very precise description, like the, you know, the size of the sole and uh, the shape of the shoe and all that stuff. It was very, very precise because they were like, oh, this guy is militant. We need to come up with something. I don't know who actually did that, you know? So uh, basically they came, they came up with this thing and well, uh, we were like, well, indeed, we're not going to wear um, those shoes anymore, right? And I gathered everybody. Um, in the uh, in the service and on the floor, so we had a meeting like a, and I was like, well, here's the thing, we can't wear those shoes there, you know, the sneakers, the so-called sneakers, and there's absolutely no reason for us not to wear them because we're not client-facing, dude. We're a call center. Jesus Christ, what do people uh, care? And I said, well, you know what? Tomorrow, everybody is going to come with gardening shoes. You know these like re the, the green uh, boots that you wear when you're gardening? You know, these like really ugly ones and stuff. <laughs> and everybody found some gardening shoes somewhere. I mean, some dude actually rocked up with like muddy ones, <laughs> like muddy gardening shoes. So after this incident, they decided that, uh, you know what, these people are so militant uh, that we're just going to lift the ban on uh on like sneakers and they actually lifted the ban and it was actually really really funny uh yeah it's a cool story it was really funny uh when uh, you should have seen the face of management when we showed up with uh with these boots because the thing is well they could have banned the boots but we we would have come up with like clown shoes or something the next day until they stopped right <laughs> and i think that one operation was enough right but anyway um yeah so that's my that's the thing about you know the dress codes and stuff it's just i mean i don't know for me it's it's uh it's absolutely ridiculous in in most cases uh, it's really not justified, you know, when you're, the company is saying, oh man, you need to wear, I mean, what, you know, what's the difference, right? There are a lot of cases where there's absolutely no difference and, um, you know, you should be able to wear what you want. You know, obviously don't go crazy and, and do, you know, something, uh, well, you can go crazy if you want, if you're not client facing, um, I don't, I don't understand what their problem is, but anyway, so it was, um, you know, just my opinion on dress codes and stuff, right? And again, you know, as you know, um, this is not a universal truth or anything. It's just my opinion on the matter, all right? Um, so, yeah, so that's pretty much it for, uh, for today's episode. Um, I will see you guys tomorrow and let me know what you think. Uh, what, what do you think about this dress code thing? Do you think it's justified? Do you think that wearing a, a tie... 
uh, turns you into Einstein, like all of a sudden, right? So you don't, you don't know anything about the subject. Oh, well, you, uh, uh, you have a meeting with a structural engineer. You can't even, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, you're not manual, you're not uh, an engineer or something. You put a suit and tie and all of a sudden you become an engineer. Is that, is that the reason why they have you wear a suit and tie? So yeah, let me know what you think. You know, I'm pretty extreme on that, I guess. But uh, you know, the justifications that are behind in most cases are just bogus. You know, I don't, you know, I don't get it, right? So anyway, uh, that was the episode for today. I, uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow for new adventures. And uh, that was your host, Martin. You guys have a great one. Bye-bye. All right, guys, you just heard a brand new episode of the Freedom by Choice podcast with myself, Martin Evonge. So I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If yes, can I please ask you a small favor? All right, so here's the thing. The biggest thing that helps my podcast grow and bring more value to other people is if you guys leave a review, if you rate the podcast, and if you subscribe to the podcast. Why? Because this tells the platform that I'm actually bringing a lot of value to you and that you like my stuff. The more people like my stuff and the more they'll show you to other people. And this way, we can make sure that we can impact a lot of people with this podcast and this community, all right? So what I wanna ask is, can you please take three seconds out of your busy day? Because I know everybody's busy. And if you could just like subscribe to the podcast, rate this episode and leave a review. It is three seconds for you, but for me, it will actually make my day and it can help someone else on the other side of this planet, okay? And one thing I like and one thing I want for this podcast is for it not to be a monologue. So I want to get feedback from you guys, right? So if you wanna contact me, it's very easy. You can send an email to contact at martinebonga.com and in this email, you can uh, give me feedback on the episode or on the whole podcast, but you can also give me some suggestions about subjects that you want me to cover, right? If it's interesting and if a lot of people want to hear it, then I will cover it, okay? But anyway, thank you for listening to this episode and I see you in the next one, all right? Thank you very much, guys. Bye.